Some families celebrate birthdays. Some families don't. Some families celebrate birthdays because we find different places that birthdays are celebrated. For example, the Gemara says that Rabbi Lezer ben Azariah was 18 years old on the day that he was like 70. And it's because of that that he was zeichet to the nace, that his beard turned white so he can be the leader of Klal Yisrael. Some people don't celebrate birthdays because the only place in the Torah where we find birthdays celebrated, actually celebrated, is by Paro. Paro celebrated his birthday. And as part of his birthday celebration, one person got a very good opportunity to go back out of jail and get back his old job. But the other person, what happened to him? He was hanged. And so if you celebrate a birthday, maybe, uh, well, we don't want to talk about that. But anyway, so some people do, some people don't. And what you should do is up to your parents and your Rav slash Posek. But it happens to be that in Sammy's family, well, I don't know that they celebrated every birthday, but they definitely celebrated when Sammy's father turned 40 years old. Wow. Sammy's father was a man who worked really hard for his family. And therefore, when it came a very hush of a birthday, 40 years old, each member of the family decided on their own that it was time to celebrate in honor of their father's birthday. Now, the first thing they did was they got together. They had a meeting when Tati was not home. Okay, boys, sit down. Ellie, what do you need? I, I, I need a drink. Oh, so get a drink and then sit down. Chaim, do you have a pen and paper? I do. Excellent. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to have a birthday party for Tati, Abba, Daddy. Um, who are we inviting? That's a good question, Sammy. Who are we inviting? Well, actually, I think we're going to keep it to the immediate family. And maybe we'll invite um, Bubby and Zadie, maybe. We'll see if they if they want to come. But most likely, it'll just be our family and... And maybe, uh, maybe if Tati, uh, is it a surprise? Sammy, that's a good idea. It'll be a surprise birthday party. Oh, good. Excellent. Okay. So what we need to do for a surprise birthday party is you need balloons. You need a cake. You need pin the tail on the donkey. Yes, Chaim? Could we do pin the tail on Sammy? Chaim, that's not, I'm just kidding. It's just... It's a good idea, right? No? What do you think, Ellie? Yeah, it's a good idea. I think Sammy would... What? Ellie? I was just going to say, I think Sammy looks a little bit like a donkey. His ears are right. What are you saying? He's your brother. You don't say that about your brother. Oh. Who should I say it about? I can't say it about my sister because she's too little. And I don't want to say it about my parents because that's chutzpahnik. You don't have to say anybody looks like a donkey, okay? Oh, okay. All right. So, all right. Let's see. Um... And uh, so, Chaim, you're going to be in charge of the cake. 
You're going to bake the cake. I'm going to decorate the cake. Sammy, you're going to be in charge of balloons. Ellie, you're going to be in charge of all the plates and cups that are going to say happy birthday on them. I'm going to give you some money. You're going to go down the block to the local dollar store and buy plates, cups, napkins. If they have silverware that has the, they have a happy birthday on them. If they have the number 40, you, you bring it here. And Ma, yes, Sammy. Could, could I help Ellie? Cause he, he's a little kid. He probably doesn't know, he probably doesn't know how to do it. Well, if Ellie wants you to help him, that's fine. Okay. Excellent. I think we have everything set. All right. Now, the party's going to be Sunday evening um, 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 in in four days from now. Sunday e- Sunday in four days. It's going to be in four days from now, Sunday evening. That's what I meant to say, right? Okay, beautiful. See you later, kids. And each person left the kitchen with their jobs. Ellie was going to the dollar store. He was going to buy those plates, cups, and napkins. And he didn't really invite Sammy, but <laughs> Sammy wanted to go to the dollar store. Come on, it's fun to go to the dollar store and get stuff, right? Isn't it fun? Don't you like going to the dollar store? Well, he liked going. So Sammy said, Ellie, please, can I come? Please, I'll be your best friend. Um, you're my brother. You don't need to be my best friend. I'll forgive you for calling me a donkey. Okay, fine. So come. And Sammy and Ellie went to the dollar store and they went to the aisle with a cart that had it. They they took a cart and they went to the aisle that had all the party stuff and they saw little hats that said happy birthday. They took a package. They saw little blowy things. They go, hoo, hoo, and have happy birthday on them. They bought that. They saw plates that have happy birthday. They bought, they took that down off the shelf. They saw cups that have happy birthday. They saw napkins that have happy birthday. They saw a big sign that said happy birthday. And then you can hang additional letters for who the birthday is. And they bought that. And Sammy said, we're also supposed to get, mm, Right, the number 40, right? Yeah. Okay, um, so here. Here's the number 40. And there was a big, uh, like, stand-up, like, centerpiece with the number 40. And then Sammy glanced to the rear of the store where they had their balloons. And Sammy said, look, we can get happy birthday balloons. And we can get a balloon with the number 4. And we can get a balloon with the number 0. And that's 40 also. As they walked through the store with their piles and piles of stuff in their cart, they noticed that in the store, there were things that were 40. For example, there were 40 paper cups that came in a package. They took it off the shelf. There were 40 lollipops in the bag of lollipops. They took it off the shelf. There were 40, um, you know, those things you use to clean your teeth. You know, when you get like something stuck in them, um, yeah, toothpicks kind of thingies. And there were 40 and they took that. Then they saw there was a big, gigantic crate full of soda with 40 bottles of soda. And 40 bottles of soda is the number 40. And they took that and put that in the cart. And they went down the aisle and they saw a man wearing a t-shirt that said 40. And Sammy walked over to him and said, excuse me, sir. Yeah, yes, young man. Uh, what, what do you need? I need your T-shirt. What? My mother told me I have to take your T-shirt. Your mother told you you have to take my T-shirt. Do I, do I know your name? Um, 
I don't know. My name is Sammy. Never heard of you. Um, do I know your name? My name. What does it matter? Oh, well, I just need to know where I could give uh, money for the shirt that I'm taking from you. I am wearing this T-shirt. I'm not taking it off in the middle of a store. Well, sir, but you see, my mother told me to come to the store and get anything with a 40 on it. And, and, and you have, you have a 40 on your t-shirt. Or maybe, maybe I could just cut out the 40 and, and put it in my cart. Young man, I'm going to tell the, the, the manager of the store that you're bothering me. Okay, just, just kidding. And they brought all their stuff to the front. And as they brought their stuff to the front, wouldn't you know it? The person in front, ringing out the people who were paying for their stuff in this dollar store, was a man, and this man was wearing a necklace which had hanging on it the number 40. Why do you have a number 40 on your necklace? Sammy asked him. Oh, because um, I used to play uh, football, and my number was 40, and so I, I like to remember that. Oh, could I have your necklace? No, it's my special necklace. I, I got it special after I stopped playing football. But you see, my mother told me that I'm really supposed to take it. And I already didn't take one thing, and I don't want to take not two things. When Sammy got home, he put on the table all the 40 things. They bought 40 things also to make sure they had 40, right? All the 40 things. And they put them on the table. And their mother walked into the kitchen, and she saw all this stuff piled on the table. It was about $155 worth of stuff, because even though... They did a lot of 40s, but somehow, and it was a dollar store. I don't know, dollar stores aren't dollars anymore. I don't know. Somehow it worked out to be that. I don't know. That was a lot of money. Why did you buy all this stuff? She asked Ellie. Um, I, I, I wasn't trying to buy all the stuff. I have to ask Sammy. I, I, I was going to show. I, I, Sammy, what's going on? Oh, actually, my, my, you said that we have to have 40s, and so we did 40s. There was one person who wasn't willing to give us the 40, so we didn't take his shirt. But his shirt, yeah, some guy wears a shirt, whatever. Meanwhile, Chaim was in the kitchen baking a cake, and it smelled delicious. He had mixed the batter. You know what batter is? Like batter up? No, not that kind of batter. Batter is when you make a cake. Chaim was making the cake, he mixed the batter, and he was putting it into the pan. And just at that moment, just at that moment, you know, can you control when you sneeze? No. Not usually. Certainly Sammy can't. And just at that moment, Sammy's nose was ticklish. And just as Chaim was carrying that pan to the oven, ready to insert the cake into the oven to bake for their father's birthday, all of a sudden... Achoo! Now, it wouldn't be so bad if Sammy just sneezed. It wouldn't have even been so bad had Sammy sneezed over the cake. It was going to go in the oven. That would kill any germs. The problem is, when Sammy sneezed, his whole body went forward like, <gasps> and his face landed in the pan with the mush, the batter. And it was so sudden that Chaim could not hold on to the pan. And the 9 by 13 pan fell clattering to the floor. Of course, upside down. Their mother turned around. Gesundheit! What in the world's happening here? Chaim, why did you drop the pan on the floor? Ma, it wasn't my fault. I can tell you whose fault it is. And I don't even know if it's Lashon Hara. Because, you know, but in case, the person whose fault, he has 
five letters in his name, and um, he's standing in this room right here next to me, but I won't tell you who it is. Sammy, what happened? And then she saw Sammy's face dripping gooey batter all over the floor and all over his clothes. Oy vey, Sammy, did Chaim bump into you? Chaim said, Ma, that, I, No, Sammy said, I, I, I sneezed. Your sneeze was so hard that it blew the batter out of the pan? No, I kind of, my head banged into the pan. All right, boys, get out of the kitchen. I, I'm going to clean it up. Sammy, you could... Ellie, what are you doing? Why are you licking Sammy's face? Sammy, why, why are you... Ellie, I mean, Ellie, why are you licking Sammy's face? Ellie, stop licking my face. You're tickling me. It's gross. Ew. Because, Ma, Chaim said I could lick the extra batter after it comes out of the pan. And the batter's now on the floor. I don't want that batter, but this batter wasn't on the floor yet. So I'm... Actually, Ellie Chaim said, licking Sammy's face is worse than licking the floor. Better go lick the floor. I don't think Sammy's taken a shower in a while. Yes, I did. I took one. Uh, 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 um, what's today? Uh, what's today? Uh, I took one for Shabbos. Yeah, <laughs> for Shabbos. And um, that's about three days ago. Their mother cleaned up the kitchen. Their mother called Chaim back to bake a new cake. They baked the cake and they frosted it. Delicious. And they put it in the freezer in a, spe- in a special place where Sammy's father would not see it. Meanwhile, it was now Sammy's job to buy balloons. And he wanted to buy more balloons. Not balloons that have numbers or anything on them. Just balloons. And he went to the store and he bought himself one of those big containers of helium. Right? You know, you... Right? One of the big containers of helium. And he started to fill the balloons when Chaim came in. Sammy, what are you doing filling the balloons? I'm, I'm filling them for the party. Sammy, the party is not for another three days. If you fill the balloons now, the balloons will fall to the ground. They won't stay up. You can't fill them now. Oh, okay, fine. Okay. And he turned off the helium and they put it away in a closet. Whew. Now, there's one thing that they didn't discuss at this meeting that probably they should have discussed. A birthday present. Did you ever try to buy a birthday present? When you try to buy a birthday present for someone, there's two possibilities. One possibility is you buy the birthday present and it's just like a random toy, a random thing that the person doesn't really want, but you do it because you're a nice guy. The other possibility is they get you something really cautious. But that's for a kid. It's easy to get a kid a present. Something they like. All you have to do is give them something electronic, something um, with uh, lights and noise, and, and, and kids like that. But adults are much harder, especially fathers. Like, what are you going to buy your father? A new tie? What are you going to buy your father? Uh, a, a new pair of shoes? What, what do fathers need? They have everything they need, don't they? Well, Chaim and Sammy independently, not knowing that each one was doing this, decided that they were going to buy a present for their father's birthday. Now, Chaim, he went to the stores and walked around the stores just to see what there was and to get ideas in his head of what his father might enjoy. Sammy, he sat at home. And he thought in his head, what might his father enjoy? And after a bit of thinking, they each bought their gift. And they each brought it home. 
It was already wrapped, like in gift wrap. What did you buy, Sammy? What did you buy, Chaim? I asked you first. I asked you second. Well, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you either. Okay, okay. We'll see. And they left their gifts hidden in the back of the closet. Of course, when Chaim was out at Mariv and Sammy was home upstairs alone, he went into the back of the closet and he picked up Chaim's gift-wrapped present and he shook it a little bit to see if he could figure out what it was. Couldn't figure it out. And of course, when Sammy was downstairs cleaning the living room that he had by mistake made a little bit of a mess, he didn't realize that if you put bubbles in a bubble a bubble maker together with marshmallow fluff and you make bubbles with bubble stuff and marshmallow fluff mixed together and you try to blow bubbles when it goes along and it lands on stuff it, it makes a mess just, just just don't try it okay don't try it and 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 uh he was cleaning it up Chaim went into the closet and shook around what Sammy was giving as a gift nothing he couldn't tell Finally, it was time to prepare for the party. It was Sunday. It was finally time to prepare for the party. Tati was out learning Dafyomi. Sammy's mother had told Tati, uh, Abba, do me a favor. After you're done learning, call me because I have some errands for you to run <laughs> so that he doesn't come home too quickly. Meanwhile, they took the cake out of the freezer and they put it on the dining room table that had a tablecloth that said happy birthday. They took all the different things Ellie and Sammy had purchased in the dollar store and put it on display. Well, not everything. They didn't put out the 40 cups, the 40 toothpicks and stuff like that. But, you know, the other stuff they bought. And they put it out on the table. Chaim, meanwhile, made sure that the room was clean and swept. And Sammy took the helium container... And he went outside into the backyard and he took the helium balloons and he began to blow the helium balloons up. And the first balloon he blew up, it filled up and Sammy was able to tie it. And then Sammy put a little string on it and then Sammy let go. And the balloon went up, up, up. Oh, I think I wasn't supposed to let go because if I let go, they're all going to go up and we're not going to have any balloons. Oops. All right, and Sammy filled the next balloon, but he did not let go of it. As a matter of fact, just to be safe, he tied it around the string of the balloon, that is. He tied the string of the balloon around his belt. And he filled up the next balloon and the next balloon. Now, it happens to be that when you were in the store, you could buy two types of helium packages. One contained 20 balloons. The other contained 200 balloons. Now, Sammy figured his father is having his 40th birthday, and he deserves a really special birthday, and he wanted to blow up 200 balloons. It takes a while to do that, but I don't think he knew that. Okay, anyway, so Sammy was blowing up the balloons, one after the other after the other. By the time he got up to his 50th balloon, he was a little tired. And for some reason, his pants seemed to have, um, they're fitting more funny now. I don't know why, Sammy thought to himself. By the time he got up to his hundredth balloon, he was having a little bit of trouble staying on the ground. His feet were not like quite staying on the ground for some reason. 
By the time he got up to his 150th balloon, his mother was calling, Sammy, what's taking so long? Um, Mom, I'm working on it. I'm almost done if I could fly in. By the time he was up to 175 balloons, his feet were off the ground. And by the time he was up to his 200th balloon, tied to his belt, Sammy was floating higher and higher. Sammy's friend Beryl was his good friend. Happened to be walking down the street because they lived near each other. And he was walking down the street, minding his own business. It was Sunday. And, you know, on Sunday you do all different kinds of things if you're lucky enough not to have school. Some people had school. They had school. But this Sunday they didn't have school for whatever reason. And and he was walking down the street and he was singing to himself some interesting song. I don't know what song. And he decided to look towards the sky. Maybe he was saying a Shiramalo song or something. Mayai Yavu Ezri or something. And he looked up to... And he noticed... A very interesting thing. There were many helium balloons in the air. And hanging from the bottom of the helium balloons was a a person. Oh, Beryl said, probably it's somebody who's doing, you know, one of those things for like the, the, the world's records. What's it called? That book? The, uh, um, 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 what's the book called? The um, world records. Um, you know, Guinness Book of World Records, you know, and trying to see how many balloons make him float up top or something. And then he took a closer look. Well, <laughs> it wasn't closer, but he took a better look and he saw that it was Sammy. Now, Beryl knew Sammy liked doing things differently. And he assumed that Sammy probably was just trying to have fun. And so he waved, hi, Sammy. And Sammy, all the way up there, about 40 feet there, called down. I can't hear you. And Sammy was scared because he didn't know what to do. And he's like, oh, boom. Beryl, hi. Who? Hi. Oh, my goodness, Beryl said. Sammy's getting higher. I wonder how he plans to get down. As Beryl said that, he saw one of the balloons pop. Oh, he's going to pop the balloons, and then he's going to come down. Uh, I hope Sammy thought this through, because if he pops the balloons too quickly, then he'll come down a little more quickly than he expects, and he might become not Sammy, but Flat Stanley. (laughs) Whatever, Flat Sammy, whatever. And then he heard Sammy screaming at the top of his lungs, Help me! And then Beryl realized this wasn't on purpose. Beryl ran to the house, knocked on the door, and when nobody answered, he flung the door open and ran right into the house as quick as he possibly could. He came in just as Ellie was very gently and very carefully carrying a bowl of punch that was for the party towards the dining room table. And Beryl was so concerned about Sammy's safety that he ran in without looking left and right, as you're supposed to do when you go in somebody's house. And he ran right past Ellie. But as he did, he bumped into Ellie. And not just a little bump, but a bump that sent Ellie flying towards the living room. And the big, gigantic bowl of punch did a couple of cartwheels and somersaults. And finally landed, resting quite gently, upside down on the couch. But 
Again, Beryl didn't notice. He ran to the kitchen and he said, Mrs. Sammy, Mrs. Sammy. Oh, Beryl, Beryl, what's the matter? Ellie, Ellie, why, why are you crying? Because the punch bowl. Oh, you dropped the punch bowl. Don't worry. It's okay. I'll clean it up. I'll clean up. I'll bring a mop. Oh, but Mrs. Sammy, it's really urgent. It's really important. Sammy is in danger. He's in danger. Yeah, Sammy is floating away. Floating away? Yeah, yeah. He's up in the sky, 40 feet in the air. How did he get there? Um, by balloon? By balloon? Yeah, come, come out with me. And Sammy's mother came outside. And she saw, indeed, Sammy was about 40 feet in the air, maybe sinking a little bit. She said, yay! what's going to be? She immediately ran into the house, dialed 911. Hello, 911. <clears throat> Please state your emergency. My son is floating. Hmm, okay. Um, thank you for letting me know. Is he, is he drowning in the water? No, no, he's floating. He's floating. Um, okay, well, uh, thanks for calling. No, no, don't hang up. Why not? He's floating in the air. Oh, your son's doing a magic trick. Oh, he's floating there. No, no, he's not doing a magic trick. He's floating in the air. Ma'am, this is 911 for emergency calls. If you want to make a prank, if you want to be silly, you can't call this number. No, no, he's floating in the air with balloons. Many people go up in the air with balloons. Yeah, but he's a little boy. Okay, well, uh, probably, uh, probably you should tell him he shouldn't do it again. Yeah, but that's the problem. The problem is there might not be an again. And why not? Because the balloons might pop and he might drop to the ground and become flat. <laughs> Very interesting. Can, can I please have the fire department? Um, okay, sure. And she put the call through the fire. Hello, Chief Smith here. Uh, Chief, you you remember me? Who are you? Uh, well, actually, you might not remember me. I was at the house, the Hanukkah house, the, the Menorah on top of the house and the fire. And I mean, it wasn't a fire, really. We had to get my son down from the roof. Oh, yeah, I remember that story. Well, um, my son needs help again. Is he on the roof again? No, no, he's actually floating um, above the roof. Oh boy! All right, we'll, we'll we'll see what to do. We'll try to get we'll try to get the fire department out there right now. Meanwhile, Sammy's mother ran to the second floor. She put her head out the window and said, "Sammy, are you okay?" And he said, "Mom, I'm not okay. I'm so scared." And as she looked at him, she realized she had a way to help him. Why didn't she think of that? You see. Some people have in their house, they like to clean the ceiling for dust. And so they have this pole that you could extend really, really big so you can reach tall ceilings. Kind of it's like one of those poles you use in a swimming pool to clean a swimming pool, same kind of idea. And she had one of those really long, dusty things. And if she leaned out the second floor window and stretched her hand out, she would give that dusty thing to Sammy. Sammy would take it, grab the end, and she would pull it down and pull Sammy down and pull him into the window, and then Sammy won't be floating away. And she did it. And just as she finished and got Sammy and the 200, actually, there were now only 176 balloons because a lot of them popped, in the house, they heard the sounds of the sirens as the fire engine pulled up to the house. The chief did not wait for anything. He immediately told the ladder truck to start putting up the ladder as high as it possibly goes. And the ladder truck started doing it. The sirens were flashing. They weren't making noise. They were just flashing. And the whole street was closed off. And everyone was like, what happened, what happened? And 
Mrs. Sammy, Sammy's mother, came downstairs. She went outside. And Captain Smith was there with his fire uniform. Yeah, all right, where is he? I rescued him already. Hey, you rescued him? Yeah, I, I leaned out the window and I, I put the stick up and I, I, that's not fair. We, we just came, we spent thousands of dollars to come here. Where is he? Let's put him back up. No, I don't want him to. Oh, I'm just kidding anyway. All right, I'm glad you rescued him. Just next time, do me a favor. Uh, wait for us. It's dangerous to lean out the window. Well, finally they got downstairs just as Tati pulled up. Baruch Hashem, the room was set up. Tati started asking questions about the fire department. He didn't get any answers. Tati started asking questions about why there's so many balloons in the dining room. He didn't get any answers. He didn't even need to go into the dining room to see all the balloons. And finally, Mrs. Sammy, Sammy's mother, told Tati, could you do me a favor? Could you go upstairs to our room and could you get me my watch? I forgot in the room. And he went upstairs to the room. Meanwhile, all the family members hid under the table, including them, Ima. And they flipped off the lights in the room. And Sammy's father came downstairs and he said, uh, Hello, anyone here? What, what happened? And he went to the kitchen. Nobody was there. He went to the dining room and the lights were off. And he flipped on the lights and everyone jumped out from under the table. Ouch! Sammy banged his head. Ha- happy birthday, Ta! Surprise birthday party! And he was so excited and so happy. Well... Sammy and Chaim, after they danced and they sang, happy birthday, of course, and they ate some cake, they each said to their father, Ta, I have a present for you. Wow, that's very nice. And they ran upstairs to their room. They each got their present from the closet. They came downstairs. And by now, Tati was in the living room, sitting on the couch. Ew, it's sopping wet on this couch. Tati stood up and felt the back of his pants. Oh, what what happened to the couch? Some juice spilled on it. I'll be back in a minute. Tati went upstairs. He changed. He came back down. And this time he sat on the chair, but, but he felt it first. The picture was dry. And he sat down on the chair and Chaim came over first because he's the oldest. And he said, Tati, here is your present. Okay. And Tati started to unwrap the present. One layer. Two layers. Three layers. Four layers. How many layers of wrapping paper are there? Um, I told him to do a lot because it's more exciting when you have to unwrap a lot of wrapping paper when you get a present. Finally, after like the 30th layer, he saw the present. Wow! This is great! It's beautiful! Thank you so much! I'm really, I really look forward to using this! It was a very shiny, brand new pen that had Number one, dad, written on the side, etched into the pen. Very good, Chaim. And he reached over and gave Chaim a kiss on his forehead. You. Well, now it was Sammy's turn. And Sammy came over. And Sammy gave his wrapped thing to his father. And he unwrapped one layer and two layers. And there was a box inside. And he unwrapped the box. And he took out the th- other box that was inside the box. And the next box. And the next box. And the next box. And finally he got to the last box and he opened it up and there was a flat envelope. Hmm. And Tati took the envelope. He opened it up. He took out what was inside. And his face beamed with pride. He was so happy. 
he called Sammy over and he didn't just give him a kiss on his forehead. He called Sammy over, he gave him a kiss on his forehead and on both cheeks. And then he gave him a hug. And then he said, Sammy, this is the greatest present I ever got. And he showed it to mommy, Ima, Sammy's mother. It was Sammy's report card. And on the report card, it had straight A's. Alice. Sammy worked really hard. And he knew that his father would be the proudest if he had that report card. Chaim watched how greatly his father liked Sammy's present more than his. He went and he spent money. The pen cost $72.36. Sammy didn't spend any money. He had to go and figure it out. Sammy had done it for school anyway. Okay, fine. Maybe Sammy had to wrap it, but that's not fair. And when they went to bed that night, Chaim was mad at Sammy. He said, Sammy, I can't believe it. Your present was stinky. Compared to mine, it was stinky. And, and Tati liked your present so much better. I, I'm so mad at you. You, you, I don't know. I, I, I'm not talking for the rest of your life. Just then, Tati walked in. What's going on? Who's not talking to who for the rest of their life? I, I'm not talking to Sammy for the rest of his life. And, and if he lives longer than me, then I'm still not talking to him for the rest of his life. Why not? Well, because, Ty, you liked his better present, and that's not fair, and... Oh, you're jealous that I like this, that I expressed that I like this present better? Well, yeah, yeah. I, I hear. You know what? Maybe I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have shown that special relationship that way, but I want to tell you something. You're reminding me about the story in Parsha's Bracious. Kain and Hevel both brought presents to Hashem. And Hashem expressed that he liked one present. And that made Cain jealous and upset. And Cain went ahead. Yeah, and he killed Hevel. Okay, Sammy, you're in trouble now. Um, no, I, I didn't mean that you should kill Sammy. I, 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 I'm not going to kill him. I'm just going to embarrass him in public. And we learned that if you embarrass somebody in public, it's like you kill them, so that will be good enough. No, no, because I accepted your present. I accepted it, and and I, I gave you a kiss for it. Hashem probably accepted the other present too, Kai's present too, somehow. Actually, the Pusik says that Hashem turned to Hevel's gift and not Kai's gift. Hashem didn't accept it because it wasn't done correctly. But you did this correctly. And so it's true. I'm super proud of Sammy's grades, but I am also very appreciative of your gift too. As a matter of fact, come here please, Chaim. Chaim stepped closer to his father. His father grabbed him and gave him a big bear hug and then he kissed him on both cheeks and another kiss on his forehead. Ew, dog, get off me! Now, I showed you the same amount of love that I showed Sammy with a kiss on both cheeks, a kiss on your forehead and a bear hug. Ta, it's not fair. What's not fair, Sammy? You see, Ta, you gave him a kiss on both cheeks and the forehead now, but before you also gave him another kiss on his forehead. And I only have one. Okay, fine. Come here and I'll give you a kiss on your forehead. And his father kissed him on his forehead. And Sammy said, Ah, thank you very much. Now, Chaim, could I kiss you? 
Sammy, you stay away from me. Uh, actually, maybe, maybe, um, Sammy, go away. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, uh, all right, I won't kiss you, fine. And Tati was very proud of both of his boys. Tati was extremely happy with his presence. And when he went to work the next day, he brought with him the pen, and he brought with him the report card, and he passed it around to his co-workers and said how proud he was of his children.